Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen, as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. It is Monday, and that means linking what will be said today back to what was said on Friday. As you may well remember, in reflecting on just one verse of Genesis chapter 4, I have said that life begins at conception. This was true in the life of Cain as a baby in the womb of his mother Eve. I'm reading Genesis 4 verse 1. Now the man had relations with his wife Eve, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain. Notice how the verse flows in one direction with no break between sex, conception, and birth. First, Adam and Eve, husband and wife, enjoyed sexual intercourse together. Then Eve conceived, and then she gave birth to Cain. This is God's will. Marriage, sex, conception of life within the mother, then birth. As the Bible says, Behold, children are a gift of the Lord, the fruit of the womb is a reward. As we have already learned, reflecting in the Bible, God puts great importance on all of life, especially life in the womb. And God does not permit any of us to end the life of any unborn child. But we live in an age of abortion when it is argued that life does not begin at conception and that a baby is really just some tissue that can easily, quietly, and painlessly be taken care of by a medical professional at a clinic somewhere near you. Or in other parts of the world, the fetus ripped from the womb in ways that are not at all like that. Abortion is the deliberate, intentional termination of a human pregnancy. As we learned on Friday, abortion is rampant all across this world. However, abortion is never the will of God. To take life, to end life, to abort life in the womb is murder. And the Lord God repeatedly prohibits murder. Last week, I shared several scriptures with you on this, and I do not want to repeat what has already been said. For that, avail yourself of the God Is podcast available anytime from godisministry.org. That's godisministry.org. As promised, today I want to speak directly to you listening in who have had an abortion, or perhaps you were or are the boyfriend or husband and or the parent of a woman that opted to have an abortion. It was your grandchild that was aborted. Would it even be possible that by God's providence and sovereignty, you are a doctor or nurse or someone who has worked in an abortion clinic and you're hearing this edition of God Is? And another distinct possibility is that you have survived an attempted abortion on your life. You are a survivor. Or even this, you now parent a child whom you tried to abort, but the abortion was unsuccessful. You brought the baby home and live with the trauma that this has caused all of you within your family. Do you, whomever you are, feel shame, guilt, pain, 
even or especially a secret sorrow that nobody knows about because you have aborted a baby? Suffering in secret, hiding your emotions, a mind that is repeatedly returning to that moment when the baby's life was terminated, this is common. And the question is often asked by someone who feels remorse for abortion, will God forgive me for what I have done? The reality is that remorse, sorrow, shame, and guilt are all common emotions for you to struggle with post-abortion. It is God-given for the conscience to convict you for the taking of that life. These powerful and strong emotions that can strike at any time are meant to work in you a desire to seek God and to ask Him for His forgiveness for what you have done. Will God forgive you when you sincerely ask Him to? Will God forgive you for the abortion? The answer is an enthusiastic yes. Let me share some scripture with you to support this yes answer, because as always, we want the Bible to speak to us. When the Bible speaks, God speaks. And so let us hear from Him again. And I'll start with the same verse I shared when we talked about the forgiveness God offers those who express sorrow for sexual intercourse outside the context of marriage between one man and one woman. Keen listeners will remember Psalm chapter 86, verse 5, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. That's Psalm 86, verse 5. Did you get that? God is ready to forgive. He is abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon him. And all includes you. With that verse as foundational to our understanding of the God of grace and forgiveness, let me say this. We all require Jesus to have our sins forgiven. There is not forgiveness for sin separate and apart from Christ, because Christ is the one who died to take away our sin. Listen to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Notice that it is in Jesus Christ that we can be forgiven. Ephesians 1, verse 7. So that the first action you want to take is to ask Jesus Christ to forgive you, and the second action you want to take is to receive his forgiveness for you. Believe in Christ and receive from Christ. It is through his only son, Jesus, that God forgives. Listen to another scripture, this time 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John 1, verse 9, and that is crucial for you to also receive and to believe. To be forgiven by God for the sin of abortion, as with all sin, requires that we ask the Lord Jesus to forgive us. We do that by confessing to him in a short and simple prayer, I have sinned, please forgive me. 
I am sorry for this abortion, and I ask that you cleanse me from my unrighteousness. Call upon Jesus today and seek his full pardon for your sins. Then receive from him his mercy. He will send you forward in full assurance of his forgiveness if you will sincerely seek him today. Hear also this assurance of forgiveness from the psalmist David, who had severe sin in his life. He was a murderer. In Psalm 32, verse 5, David attests of God, you referring to God, I acknowledged my sin to you, and my iniquity I did not hide. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Psalm chapter 32, verse 5. Christ died for all of the sins for those who will believe in him. And this includes abortion. God is the God of grace, and his grace is sufficient for you. May the God of all grace grant you this grace, full forgiveness for what you have done. And if you are a survivor of a failed abortion, may God grant you grace so that you can forgive your mother and those who joined her or persuaded her or even forced her to try and abort you. Now, this will take a long time in coming for most of you. Healing is a process. It does not happen overnight. But do not underestimate the grace of God in your life, my friend. God is the forgiving God. He really is. My prayerful desire for you is that you will no longer live with the consuming burden of secret guilt and shame and remorse, but rather that you will confess your sin to Christ and receive his eternal redemption from the sin that has enslaved you. Is there a way out of this burden you have been hauling around for a long time? Yes, there is. The way out is through Jesus Christ, who says of himself, I am the way. Follow Christ today. Receive his grace for you. Finally, let me say this. If you are someone who would like some more resources on abortion from a biblical Christian perspective, write to me today. I want to connect you to those free resources. In fact, I'm eager to do so. And this is especially true if you are thinking about having an abortion. Perhaps even right now, someone is tuning in who's wrestling with the idea of having the baby growing within you aborted. I'd love for you to reach out to me today. So jot down my addresses. The email is mark at godisministry.org. That's M-A-R-K at godisministry.org. And the mailing address is godis, P.O. Box 802, Winchester, Massachusetts, 01890. Send your note to godis, P.O. Box 802, Winchester, Massachusetts, 01890. Or your email, mark 
at godisministry.org. And remember that my first name is spelled M-A-R-K. I am standing by, I am ready, I am eager to connect you to these free resources, and so I do pray that you will not delay, but that you will write to me today. And also, that you will join me again tomorrow for God Is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org. That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org. Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.